Praise the Lord and welcome to our weekly podcast, The Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. Our podcast will cover various topics that are often overlooked, misunderstood, and even controversial from a biblical perspective. We're blessed to have a team of wonderful producers who want to make each episode something that will be enjoyable and informative. On July 4th, the nation is celebrating 240 years of independence. Today's podcast reflects on its history, some of the current events in our republic, and the responsibility of believers as our nation faces many crises and the challenge of sustaining our democracy. Today's episode was produced by Associate Pastor Corey Lyndon Bellamy Sr. Our editors are Lady Satoya Clanton and Sister Tynika Harris Coronado. I'll be back with today's episode. On Monday, July 4th, 2022, Americans from sea to shiny sea will celebrate Independence Day. 246 years ago, the forefathers signed the Declaration of Independence from Great Britain after bloody battles in the American Revolution. The 13 colonies revolted against the British Empire after the latter attempted to gain greater control over the colonies after a policy of salutary neglect unenforced trade regulation, and lax supervision of the colonial affairs. The British Parliament passed the Stamp Act in March 1865. The tax required purchase of embossed paper with a revenue stamp made in London for many items including legal documents, business documents, playing cards, magazines, and newspapers. The colonialists argued that they were being taxed without representation. In other words, they were being taxed by elected officials when they could not participate in the electoral process. King George III repealed the tax after protest. Tensions continued to increase between the colonies and the English. Two regiments were stationed in Boston, Massachusetts, to support officials appointed by the Crown. There was an altercation between a Whig maker apprentice and a soldier. An angry crowd surrounded the soldier. Seven armed British soldiers attempted to help the soldier. The soldier shot into the crowd of approximately 200 protesters with provocation but without orders. Eleven people were shot and three were killed. This altercation is known as the Boston Massacre. This was an important event leading to the American Revolution. Sam Adams led his Sons of Liberty on what is known as the Boston Tea Party. They boarded ships belonging to the British-owned East India Company on December 16, 1773. They tossed 342 chests of tea overboard into the Boston Harbor to protest another Parliament-imposed tax. 
The British Parliament had imposed the tax on tea imports. More than 80% of America's tea was smuggled into the country from the Dutch, who were rivals of the English. The parliamentary action gave a monopoly to the East India Company harming merchants in America. King George III and the British government enforced four acts against the protesters called the Intolerable Acts. First, the Boston Port Act closed the Boston Port until the colonists paid for the chest of tea which were destroyed. Second, the British government changed the Massachusetts Charter requiring them to get consent prior to having any meetings under the Massachusetts Government Act. Third, royal officials could not be held accountable for crimes in America. Under the Administration of Justice Act, royals were returned to Britain for trial. Lastly, the governors of the colonies could house soldiers in vacant homes and buildings under the Quartering Act. The Quartering Act affected all 13 colonies, unlike the previous three acts. This sequence of events led to the First Continental Congress. 56 delegates representing 12 of the 13 colonies gathered from early September to late October 1774 at Carpenter's Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They agreed to boycotting British goods. They also sent a petition to King George III itemizing their grievances and requesting the intolerable acts be repealed. King George III issued a proclamation of rebellion, stating the colonies were rebelling and the members of the Continental Congress were traitors of the British Empire. The first military engagement between the colonies and the British military include the battle at Lexington and Concord. The American patriots were aware of a British plan to seize weapons at Concord. The patriots preempted their rivals by moving the weapons. En route to Concord, shots were fired at Lexington. 400 patriots engaged 100 British soldiers. 95 patriots were casualties compared with 273 British casualties. The British abandoned Boston after an 11-month seizure of Boston and sailed to Nova Scotia. The British-controlled governments were overthrown and British officials driven away. The British colonies' charters were replaced with states. The Second Continental Congress adopted the Declaration of Independence on July 4, 1776, without dissent. The Revolutionary War continued until the Treaty of Paris was signed in 1783 and 1784. The United States were recognized as free sovereign, and independent states. Additionally, the Treaty of Paris set the boundaries between the United States of America 
and the British Empire in North America. The United States of America had its share of wars. Since the Patriots revolted against King George III and Great Britain, we have survived numerous wars, including the Civil War, World War I, World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the Persian Gulf War, the War on Terrorism, and the Iraqi War. Freedom is not free. It is costly. It has cost the lives of countless Americans, fathers, sons, mothers, and daughters. This 4th of July, we will celebrate America's independence with parades, fireworks, and picnics under the shadow of the January 6th Commission after surviving attacks by foreign enemies at Pearl Harbor and the September 11, 2001 attacks, the January 6th Commission's House Select Committee is investigating circumstances behind the attack on America's Capitol building and democracy by 800 Americans who have been charged criminally for trying to stop the United States Congress from certifying the 2020 election. A sitting president called on his supporters to gather in Washington, D.C. on January the 6th, 2020, based on false claims that there was widespread voter fraud. He encouraged thousands of supporters to walk to the Capitol and fight to prevent a peaceful transfer of power, or they were not going to have a country anymore. The mob, some armed, descended on the United States Capitol, broke through barricades, smashed windows, pushed through doors, injured approximately 140 officers with whatever they could get their hands on, and ransacked congressional offices. With gallows on the Capitol ground, some yelled, Hang the vice president. Five people died, including the four responding officers who later committed suicide. The elephant in the room is, Freedom is not free. Friends, we do not know if the American experiment will survive. Our republic, which polices the world, is fragile on the home front. The world is watching. Our enemies are waiting, hoping we fail. The Apostle Paul said to the Roman believers, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnations. You'll find that in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 2 in the King James Version. 
Let me read it for you in the contemporary English version. It says it like this. Obey the rulers who have authority over you. Only God can give authority to anyone. And he puts these rulers in their places of power. People who oppose the authorities are opposing what God has done. And they will be punished. Saints do not riot. Saints do not take up arms. Saints obey those whom God has placed in authority. Saints obey the laws of the land. We put our trust and confidence in God, creator of all and ruler of all. Psalms 118 verse 8, the King James Version says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. The church of Jesus Christ has God-fidence. We have confidence in God. Political winds will blow. Politicians will posture. Political parties will reposition. Nations will rise and fall. Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, the Roman and Greek empires fell. In my generation, we saw the Russian empire crumble and the wall dividing eastern Germany and western Germany came down after the Cold War. We have blessed assurance in Jesus, the Son of God who sacrificed his life so we can be free. The only true freedom is in Jesus. John chapter 8, verse 38, the King James Version reads like this, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. He is our blessed hope. And we know Jesus' kingdom is not of this world. Jesus said, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. Well, friends, that's all the time we have for today's episode I hope you have enjoyed today's episode, which was produced by Associate Pastor Corey Lyndon Bellamy Sr. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook or via email at theelephant2022 at gmail.com. Be safe. Stay healthy. God bless.